With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. My brother-in-law died suddenly, and now my sister and her kids have to sell their home. That's why I told my husband we could not put off getting life insurance any longer. An agent offered us a 10-year, $500,000 policy for nearly $50 a month. Then we called SelectQuote. SelectQuote found us identical coverage for only $19 a month, a savings of $369 a year. Whether you need a $500,000 policy or a $5 million policy, SelectQuote could save you more than 50% on term life insurance. For your free quote, go to SelectQuote.com. SelectQuote.com. That's SelectQuote.com. SelectQuote. We shop. You save. Full details on example policies at SelectQuote.com slash commercials. It's the Five Year Plan Podcast. Hey. <laughs> hey. Pod one sixty six. No, really? Yes, it is. One six six. Where's yeah. that time gone? I can't believe it. Wow. I don't know, but here we are. Unbelievable. Uh, we got some sponsors. We're sponsored by JCIS, the global research and brand consultancy from South London. Ooh. Visit jc-is.com. I will. Good. And, of course, Vector Printing. For all your printing embroidery needs, go to vector.co.uk. And that's Vector with a... K. K. He says K- he will. He K- won't. I might do. Well, you can if you want. I'm so not going to force you. It. I'm not going to force you to do it. Like, Nobody's forcing me to do anything. He do always it. breaks his promises. Oh, oh Kev, you always say that every Monday people, morning. people down. Right. Um, vector with a K, of course, are our sponsors. And you can now get Vector with a K um, on your very own FYP-branded T-shirt. We're Ooh. releasing. Releasing your body. We're releasing into the t- wild. Let's <laughs> see what happens. Which mean? What do you mean you can find it? You've always told me that they're there for all of my print and embroidered needs. So yeah. had I wanted a T-shirt with Vector with a K on it, yeah. you always told me they would have printed it for me. You now telling me this was a lie? No, they ha- they have printed it. They are available. Basically, they can't Vector, hang around waiting for you to come up with ideas. Vector got, they've got, they've got, they've got to come up with their own ideas. Vector have got a new system where they can do one-off printed T-shirts. So Ooh. anybody can email them a photo, or whatever, and they can do it one-off rather than big bulk stuff that you two have to do. What you mean, like those shops you can see in every high street with insert your own name yeah. here? I've been around for about thirty years. Yeah, but then you don't have to go out the, out of the house. You can just do it from oh, home. You just do it online. So, anyway, oh, let me let me get through this. Oh, and, um, all right, you don't have to go out the house. Yeah, you can finally get your eye belong to Jerry Murphy T-shirt yeah. once and for all. Yeah. Probably could get that done. Uh, so anyway, we're releasing. They, the, we've released better. with with Vector, of course, uh, two T-shirts. One's got the FYP logo on, very sexy FYP logo, and the other one has got Vector with a K on it. They both look really good. We've already tweeted them out. They're on our Facebook page, and we're also going to give. Uh, two listeners a chance to win one of these t-shirts all you have to do is tweet us or send the tweet I love at FYP fanzine and at vector with a K as in right vector with a K (laughs) not their (laughs) handle anyway tweet tweet at I love FYP fanzine and at vector with a K and that's it and we will pick two people from those tweets I thought you were going to go because 
No, oh, I could do, you could do if you want, but they, yeah, they can do that if they want. This but is what the lottery show should be like. Yeah, on yeah exactly. Yeah. Let's just I'd make it simple. It. I'd really watch it. All you got to no, do. Yeah. I want to know how to turn over. Yeah. Can we turn over? Can you turn over? Miming turning a knob on a TV like we used to do in the old days. Right. Walking up to the telly and turning it over. Let me get this done. All you got to do is tweet at, uh, uh, there, I love at FYP fanzine and at Vector with a K, and uh, we will select two people from those to win the FYP t shirt and we will announce it on next week's pod. Fantastic. So, great, really there good. There you go. Really good. Right. That took way longer than it should have done. Um, let's talk about, well, let's introduce who's on the pod. Andy Street. Hi. James Endicott. Hello. Kevin Day. Good evening. Morning, Good evening. afternoon, delete as appropriate. Good evening Depending to you. Depending what time you're listening. Yeah. Um, so, Palace lost again. 3 1 at home, Spurs. Mm. Um, we scored a goal. No, no we, we didn't. 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 We didn't. We had a goal scored for us. Yeah. Yes, they did, yeah. Um, Baby but, steps. But, Baby and, steps. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, but we lost 3 1. Um, after the game, a lot of people down the pub were. Uh, feeling a bit depressed and on social media. I actually think we played quite well and that actually wasn't that bad and we probably would have chalked this one down as a defeat anyway before the season or even in the last few weeks. Oh, well, why even bother turning yeah. up then? Yeah. But I think we played quite well. What do you, well, Kevin, what do you think about that? <clears throat> I couldn't get to the game for family reasons, but <clears throat> most of the pundits and reports seemed encouraging. So Peter Reid yesterday on goals on Sunday was very, very praiseworthy of Palace. Did that cliche about we'll play worse than that this season and yeah. and lose and we had more shots on target than previous games we were unlucky but Tottenham arguably have got the strongest squad in the in the Premier League I would say and this is probably their best chance ever of possibly winning the title certainly getting into the top two so there's no there's no disgrace and it was it was I think a more encouraging performance and and as Peter Reid said if you can't win a game you can at least take some heart from. Before. I mean, and to be fair, I mean, hitting the bar twice in 30, what, 15 seconds, Lloris made some really good saves. But it, again, it's one of those games that you, at the start of the season, you'd go, that's probably a game we might not we might not win, even if we'd been playing much better. And what is important is that the next five league games are Bournemouth, Swansea, Norwich, West Brom and Watford. And they're the important games now because if we've got, <coughs> yeah, if we come out of them, those five games with forty points, we'll be laughing. If we've still got thirty-one points after those five games, then we might start to get a bit. Well, that's when that's but, when this mini slump becomes a full-blown crisis. Yeah, yeah I mean, the, the fact I think we do have to. I think we said this last week. The the only disastrous result was the Villa one. Mm-hmm. To be fair, we played Chelsea, who beat Arsenal yesterday. So we played, we've lost to Chelsea, Man City, Tottenham. Yeah. Under normal circumstances, that wouldn't be too bad. It, yeah, if we if we had thirty seven points and we lost to those three teams, you probably wouldn't be that upset. But it's just now we've got a run of games that Leicester City. For some reason, Leicester always seem to be playing teams. But you know, yeah, well, they are the always But near the bottom of the table, they never yeah. seem to play. I don't know how that works out. So yeah. we've got a run of games now against all of which we would have been expected to win before Christmas. So that's. I think that's where we judge the season after those five games. Agreed, and, and, and Spurs, I think we are good enough to win. And and from what I can say, from what I can gather, and watching the extended highlights, we we gave Spurs a really good game. But in the end, they deserved to win with a fluky deflected goal from Deli Ali. Uh, <laughs> don't I, I? I need to see it back. Was it Take deflected, James? Deflected, yeah. I don't. I'm oh, not sure. Oh, I don't know. I don't. Know. It's, I, I, it's still uh, a good. It's still a good goal, isn't it? Um, right. When <laughs> uh, the keeper was um, was the couldn't see his blocks. 
um, there, were, there were players in front of him. Dan and Jedinak was spinning around like a ballerina with his head down trying to hit mm. the ball. Yeah. Um, and Dan were in front of him. But you know, it, was, it, was a, it was a great strike. I don't think it was a wonder goal. Yeah. But um, it was a good goal. You know? I think Chadley's goal after that was actually yeah. better. But Jedinak mm. personally should have whacked him. He had, a lot of, he had a lot of time and space in which to do it. It's not a wonder goal. I mean, when, the, when they talked about it, when I first heard about it on Saturday afternoon, I thought, even I, because normally I don't watch goals scored against us, but I thought I'll make an exception because clearly this is a goal the like of which Pele and George Best put together never scored. Mm. I've seen better goals in Sunday football, frankly, and it takes a reflection. <laughs> Yeah, but it's, the they're, building, they're building up because it's Deli Alley. Yeah, of course, they're, called, they're building up. And you know, what a surprise! Yeah. Roy, Roy Hodgson was there. You yeah. know, and they were building it up, and it's there's you know there's all, there's always a, a, coming up to every major every major tournament that England are going to be in. There's always somebody, isn't there? They're yeah. building it, and this and, and he's the one. And, and he, he was to be fair, he was good. Like he, he had a good game. Good. He, he was a good. He, he's a good player. He did have a good game, but he does have a little, little bit of devil about him. He's got a bit of devil about him, hasn't he? It's all right for him to do what he's it's, like. It's, 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 it's fine, fine for him to kick Kabai in the mm-hmm. back, isn't it? Yeah, because yeah. he's got a bit of devil about him, and he's English, and he's going to play in the Euros. Whereas Wickham, whereas Wickham, who was very stupid, I hasten to add, absolutely ridiculous what he did. Well, do we all agree? Do we all agree that Wickham's elbow was intentional and he deserves a retrospective? He's been charged today. What do you think? Uh, I, I, there's no intent there, is there? And uh, for Tom, for more, more or less collided with his elbow rather than the other way around. Why can't you so, be as rational as I am about Deli Ali's goal? Why do you have to be argumentative like that? I'd already left the fallout. You're so. clearly being contrary. You'd already left. <laughs> 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 I was, it was it was a bad challenge. By it was a bad challenge. Uh, I mean, he was he was supposed to be sanctioned for it, but he, he was being pulled back. He was neither here nor there. Yeah, exactly. You, you've got to have the experience in that, and also. I mean, there's two ways of looking at it. Either it doesn't matter because our strikers aren't scoring goals anyway, or we've lost our most experienced striker for three games. It's very similar. It'd be interesting to see how Pardew reacts because he was furious with Jedinak when mm. he did it at West Ham. West Ham, yeah. yeah. He really cross with him. So, does, yeah. do, will the ban include the FA Cup game or is it just the league games? No, it's in the three games, so it would include the Stoke game. So it'll include the Stoke game. Um, I don't know. Yeah, well, well he, hasn't, he hasn't replied to it yet. He's got... Till tonight? Well, no, 6 tomorrow. tomorrow, but he'd be, he'd be an idiot if he does, because yeah. he'd get a four-game ban then for malicious yeah. appeal. But I, I think James has got a point, though. Deli Ali's knee into the back of... The, the Tongan was really Stamped unlucky. Stamped his hand as well later well, on. Well, yeah, but Tongan was, was really unlucky, because the elbow was stupid, and it's a terrible thing to do, but you, you're unlikely to put somebody out of the rest of the season with an elbow to the face. Whereas what Deli Ali did to Kabai was... Was was malicious and could really have hurt him, but and I failed to see why that hasn't been cited in the same way because the ref took no action hmm. at the time. So I just think it's for me it's as bad and it's more likely to put Kabai out of the out of a couple of games for injury than than what Wickham did to Fatongan. And Wickham was yeah, of course Wickham was being held back and the ref didn't see it, but again that's neither here nor there. You can't do that. And he, yeah, I mean, Wickham's well, he's not unlucky. Vertonghen's unlucky in the way he's fallen. Yeah. He's fallen onto his his knee and and potentially got a bad knee injury. Um, but Wickham, the actions of throwing your elbow in the face is just so. It, it's not even. It's obviously very dangerous, but it's just so petulant and just so. Well, also sort of childish just, even I mean, just doing I mean, that. Yeah, people of people of my generation and James's generation, you still hear them. You still hear the old footballers talk about the old days oh, when you oh, could right. do stuff like that. It's just stupid because they know they know full well these cameras. They know the rules. They know yeah. you can get cited for it afterwards. You could you could well you couldn't forgive it, but you could almost understand it if the, if that rule wasn't in place. If there was no way of charging him afterwards, you'd go, oh well, you know, he, he took a chance and he he got away with it. But when they know that they're going to be done, that really is daft, especially in the situation we're in at the moment when. Mm. 
yeah, he's our number one choice. Mm. Yeah, I'd be surprised if he actually wanted to clock him fully square with the elbow. I'm sure he wanted to uh, rough him up a little bit because they were roughing yeah, each other up all over the pitch. I think it's it's one of those you can't really complain about having been sanctioned about it afterwards, and it does look very bad. But it's one of those that it's kind of connected in a way that sort of nine out of ten other times it might not have. Mm. And that doesn't justify it at all. And it's, it's also heat. It is heat at the moment. It's heat at the moment, but it's also, it's also it's, it just adds to everything else. I mean, yes, you're saying, JD, that we played quite well, and we did play quite well, and it wasn't a Villa performance, but it's another game without scoring properly. Yeah. It's another game without getting any points. Added to that, it's just, it, you just feel there's that little niggle going on. There's that yeah. little, there's that little impact patience you, you, you can lose two or two or three games and, and you can be buoyant still and still be positive it seems to me that maybe there's a bit of negativity coming in a little bit of frustration you know and that's I just think and, and, and I, think, I think that's got something to do with that having, you know? having said that though I do think we are going through a spell and all football fans think this when decisions aren't going for us in terms of we talked about this the Chelsea game you know it should have been yellow red cards for Chelsea things seem to be happening to us that aren't get, you know that are being punished and other teams are doing them and aren't getting punished that's uh, you know, it's probably not right, but that's how it seems. And mm. if it seems that to the fans, it probably seems that way to the players as well. The rubber of the green's not, mm. you know, the penalties that we were getting at the start of the season, we're not getting, mm. we're getting yellow cards for fouls that other players, certainly other teams aren't getting. So that's probably where the frustration is coming. But wouldn't you it? rather have players that are frustrated by those yeah, kind of things yeah, and yeah, the yeah, run rather than players say, you know, when Newcastle are going through their worst patch, players turning up looking like they don't give a shit. You're not rather, you'd much I'd rather they're frustrated. Yeah, but I'd rather they took their frustrations out by scoring goals or in, in legally justified ways. Yeah, well, they would if they could. Yeah, but, yeah, know, that's what happens when they go on, yeah. on bad runs. You know, I think well, it's not goes, a bad I mean, run. We haven't scored goals all season. That's the, that's the Well, yeah, that's true. I mean, you look at their first goal on Saturday and... Delaney was at fault for not um, jumped, jumping. Yeah, yeah. I mean, well, he didn't didn't even jump. I think there was one foot was on the ground the whole time. And but his his face afterwards, and I've seen the replay all the time. He was obviously really annoyed with himself and very frustrated. But again, it's just it's just that general that general frustration that's creeping into the the, the whole Palace team at the moment. Mm. And I just think you know, yes, you know, it, moving forward, we've just got to we we just got to get out of this because you know. It, all right, we're eleventh. If you said at the beginning of the season, thirty-one points, eleventh by February, blah blah blah. The eight's really good. Yeah, yeah, great, great, great. Bite your hand off. But you know we are. But we're in a bad run. We need to get out of it. We, full stop. We need to do a Watford. Watford lost four on a spin, and then came up against Newcastle. Came up against the first hmm. bad team for one of a better yeah. word. And now we're entering that phase. So we need to. There's no doubt we can do it. I mean, of course we can do it. Yeah, yeah and I've, I've, I've got a feeling we probably will have enough points after the, these five games, but. It's the longer it goes on, the the less funny it is. But I think we do need to judge it against those teams rather than. Well, it we does then free. put pressure on those results, doesn't it? Well, it on does, those games. The, the, the thing is with with Delaney and Dan and the, the whole back forward. Again, we've talked about this. Is that they know that the minute the other team score, that's the game gone more or less. Because they, you know, as soon as as soon as they equalise, the whole back forward knows that we that we're, we're not going to score. We're not going to score. Hmm. Simple as that. Or as soon as the team goes ahead of us, the back four knows. So that puts much more pressure on them, because then then suddenly, you know, part Pardew's probably sending them out saying, look, if you can't win, at least get a nil nil or something like that. So they, they, the onus is on them much more than it has been in the past. I did think Wilf had a great game on Saturday. Yeah, yeah. I thought yeah. I thought Wilf yeah. was back to the Wilf that we know and love, causing a lot of problems, putting in some great balls, making use of himself. Yeah. It's just unfortunate he didn't have. A partner up there with him, we didn't yeah. have anybody there with him to. Hmm. I'm, I'm not saying Wick had a bad game, but it just didn't seem to. But I, I thought Wilf, I thought Wilf was the one 
one of the... But he got the assist for the goal. Yeah, well, that's yeah. really yeah. good as well, because yeah. that's clearly... Because we've talked about him taking responsibility. And don't forget as well, we have got... I'd, I'm fairly convinced that if we do get somebody in, it'll be the likes of Adibayor or Bentner online. But we have got Balassi to come back, and that's yeah. that will give everybody a real a real lift. It'll be like a new signing, Kev. It's not a phrase I've heard before in this stage of the season. But yeah, do you know what? You, well, by the, you put I've, your finger right on the nub. I just thought of it. It just came to the top of my head. It would be like a new yeah. signing. Well, by the next podcast. next podcast will be after deadline day. So the very next pod, Whoa. we could be talking about a new signing. Well, we could, but could have a, add a Bayer and Benton a dream team up front by then. And well, Shamak. And Shamak. Well, yeah. yeah. Think of the pace and dynamism in that front Would they three. have ever played together for Arsenal? Any of those three? It must have. Maybe. But by, by definition, whoever we get in now isn't who we want to get in. There's going to be a panic by, surely. Mm. That's because if we had somebody lined up, we would have gotten by. Well, there's talk we? today that we're favourites again to sign Remy, but uh, well, it's very difficult to reach too much talk, into well, that. Remy's, Remy's, talking. Remy's become available again because Arsenal, uh, Chelsea are trying to sign this Pato. new Pato. Yeah. And that, I mean, that would be great because Remy's publicly said this afternoon he's frustrated by his lack of first team appearances. There's talk of us being favourites to sign Barini from Sunderland, whoop de doo The kid from Utrecht, who are, you know, Nicholas Benton, and that really would send a shot across the bowels of all those other teams around us. Yeah, <laughs> on the, the one plus thing side. We need, the one on thing we need is a, a an, an ageing dame with pink boots who, who did, did, has to pick his number. So it's just, it shouldn't have, it shouldn't have gone this far. I mean, uh, no, well, it, it shouldn't. It shouldn't. It shouldn't. It we always say this. We always get the, to the yeah. transfer window right at the end of it. Why not get the beginning of it? It's one of those things. The club, the club have talked about this for, for ever since we got promoted to the Premier League. That we have to get a Premier League mentality. That on and off the pitch, we have to start mm. conducting ourselves. But we, we get second guessed every every transfer window. Why is that though? I don't know. Ask Steve Perry. I don't know. I'm, I just. Why do we just always say that? Um, yeah, why, why, why would Charlie Austin not want to come to us? Which apparently was the case. Because he was on hundred grand a week. Well. I don't know, he was offered to us at 15 million quid. So what's happening? You know, why, you know, why are we not in for the likes of Naismith? Why, you know, mm. It would be know. nice to be, because it sort of reverted back to Old Palace when we're not even being told. It's, you know, Pardew, I think, said once that there's some, he's got his eye on a couple of people, mm. not the ones in the papers, and we need to freshen it up. That's it. I don't think there's any harm in telling us that we're... Even if they say we, we tried to get someone this week, but it fell through. But we have, like, we haven't... Or even the last few windows... We haven't. We've done all right. Some we've, we've got James MacArthur in last summer. That was a good signing. We had that Pulis January window where we got Dan yeah, yeah. Ledley, uh, Hennessy in. We had we the window right. where we brought in Kevin Doyle and an eighty-two-year-old yeah. Andy Johnson. There's yeah, obviously yeah, been bad ones, good. but like Well, Suarez came in that window. So yeah, 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 it does. I mean, it does. You're right. It does feel like we have these windows are very palace and very last minute, but actually. When you analyse them, there have been there have been some good signings in some of these windows. But yeah, but, you, yeah, but, but I'm less worried about other windows. Cause, cause I don't care about analysis. I want to. I, I, yeah. I care about the now. I care about the now. I, okay. I care about what's going on in the next seven days, which will which will determine help determine how we go to the end of the season. I agree. I, I, we can't I, talk I, about I, the, I, we can't talk about the next seven days. And I, and I know we and I know, and I know we won't go down. We probably won't part go down. three. <laughs> but, yeah. But we want we want we want some positivity. We want some positivity on the pitch, and it's you know, and it and it, and it comes from everywhere, from from up top all the way down through to the fans, and that's 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 all we want. Yeah, no, I, I yeah, but that goes back to Saturday. I don't think we 
we were that bad. I think there was positives on no, Saturday. Fair, no, yeah, yeah, no, that's fair enough. That's fair enough. I mean, they had 24 shots they could have been 3 0 up with in half an hour. Yeah, Christian Eriksen yeah. created more chances than any other player in the Premier League last weekend. Yeah. But other than that, yeah, <laughs> he's a brilliant player, though, Eriksen. Yeah, but we're also talking about. We're talking about Spurs. We were in the game for longer periods than we have been recently. And so also, we're playing something. a Spurs team. I think most seasons, we always assume Spurs are this nearly team that don't do anything or never quite reach their potential. This is a Spurs team that, that, that is, this is their best ever squad easily. Deepest squad, and without a doubt, yeah. They're, and, and they're getting the best out really of all those manager. kind of nearly players yeah, yeah. like Chadley yeah. and Ericsson and all that. Yeah, they're yeah, playing yeah. very well. Yeah. Spurs it's, are a really, really good team was, and we played okay. Well, we were talking there about Deli Alley and having a bit of a go about some of his um, slightly, uh, you know, more, more, I wouldn't call it malicious, but the slightly more snide side to his game. But having him and Dembele at the base of the field, they have that real physicality Spurs mm. And it's something that I've said throughout the season. I think we're too timid in the centre of the park. Mm. And I think that we brought in someone in Kabai who physically is a bit like MacArthur and slightly diminutive and, and doesn't really strike the fear into opponents. Mm. Whereas Spurs are a great example that if you have someone who is a bit more physical, a bit technically gifted and mobile as well at the base of your midfield. <laughs> <laughs> really we're West Ham are the same, though. No? Yeah. 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 And uh, we, we said it last week about Leicester and Kante. And, yeah. uh, you know, all the teams who are doing particularly well and who are towards the upper echelons of the league and performing well do have that sort of base in their midfield and I, I thought again we were overrun a little bit and Kibai and MacArthur whether it's just because they're a bit knackered they've played every week or whether it's the fact that they're not quite the right mix I'm still not entirely sure but um, we were outclassed I think in most departments and that's going to happen against too much Spurs I think yeah. they'll comfortably finish in the top four I think they'll push people a lot uh, closer for the title than they're being given credit for at the moment they've got a good outside chance at that you know, I, I think mm-hmm. Arsenal or Man City will probably ultimately win it, but Spurs will probably be there or thereabouts until probably about a month to to go in the season. So they're a good side. Uh, the just disappointing thing was that you know it's a goal conceded in what the 84th minute yeah. to, to Deli Ali, and then obviously the third one's going to come. But it, it's yet again an instance where we seem to lack that resilience that we once had. Once had, there would be a time where you thought, right, we're in the 84th minute is one all. That's Palace. If, if there's one thing Palace will do here, yeah, it's hold out. Yeah, that's true. The wall. Yeah, true. They'll, they'll be disciplined. They'll make sure that everyone knows their job. That they sort of tra- transition very, very quickly as soon as they lose the ball and get back into shape. That they're blocking every single shot. They're not letting cheap balls go in from the wings. All that sort of stuff. And that's not really there anymore. And whether that's coached or whether that's down to the individual players, we're not as resilient and we're not as defensively disciplined. And that's why we lead goals here and there. Well, there was an excuse against West Ham because we were down to ten men. But it happened at City as well. You're right mm. against City. He I did bring Jednak on, which yeah. which most people would think, oh, that's that's him clearly doing that. Yeah. But then Jednak was the guy that got spun for the goal. Yeah, Jednak's legs have gone. I think yeah. we've got. Yeah. I, 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 I think he's I, past his. He's past it. I, st- I don't think we. I don't think we'll go down. We all know the areas that we have to improve. But I, before Christmas, we talked about us looking like a Premier League team mm. for the first time. I think we look like a Championship team again now. I think we look. I don't think we look that much better than we did when Pulis. So I think that's a. It's a little I bit understand harsh, what I you're saying. Oh, that's that's a you harsh. Harsh. You just look at the. You, I think you look individually. You look dispassionately, objectively at our players. Mm. And for the last six weeks, we look like a champ. We look like we're struggling. We don't look like. And I know. I know that's a lack of confidence or a lack of form. And these are the same players that have, have got good results and, and did look like a Premier League team. But 
I think it depends on who's playing. It's, it's just it's tiredness and lack of depth, really. Well, I mean, yes, well, well exactly. It's because of the same players have to, basically, we've got, yeah. we've we got, got a first 11. We've got a decent first 11, yeah, exactly. and they have to keep playing. But this is the thing we've been talking about week in, week out since August. We haven't got any depth, and it's now starting to show. When it was August, September, we had a few good results. It was fine. We all said we've got no depth. We all said, I wonder what's going to happen when, when with some suspensions or some injuries, or they get tired. And here we are now, nearly in February. But we all thought it was going to be all right. We, we talked well, I think we, we overestimated quite how good the depth in the squad actually. What well, there's depth. It's the it's the best squad we've ever had. That's that's undoubted, and it's got some very good players in it. But it's got players in there. Junior Lee is not a top ten Premier League footballer. Jordan Much is not a top ten Premier League footballer. Joe Ledley is no longer, even if he once was, a top ten Premier League footballer. Milo Jednak is not a top ten Premier League footballer, and all these players are playing a part now in the team. Uh, Bakary Saka is not a top ten Premier League footballer, and they are they are the immediate second string. And yeah, the you, way you improve your sort of overall standing in the league is you keep on incrementally making the worst position in your squad or your team better. Mm-hmm. You don't keep on going out and buying marquee signings. You go, right, we need to make sure that the cover that we've got are as good off, good as, if not better, than the people that are in those positions. And at the moment, we don't really have that. And it's just, it, it's really exposed us having a few injuries in some key positions. Yeah, but I suppose you would argue, sorry, Joe, to interrupt, but you know, Watford would probably be arguing that they, they haven't got any players that have. Yeah. Leicester, you can't. Oh, that's exactly my point. And, yeah. I, and I, I do think, I think at the end of the season, the last podcast of the season, we'll probably be sitting there going, God, we panicked a little bit, didn't we? Yeah. <laughs> we overreacted to that really bad run, and the Villa result was the only bad When have one. we ever admitted that we've been well, wrong in the past? <laughs> <laughs> but I just, and I think it's, it's a corollary of the fact that we've had two, the last two seasons, the second part of the season has been really good, and mm. I think we're all expecting the same thing to happen again. And maybe it's, maybe it's the other way around. But it, yeah, and it, at the maybe. moment, it just feels a little bit, it's a throwback. And again, we all laugh because we go, "Oh, it's Palace, it's bound to happen." But it just feels somehow feels worse than the, the, mm. the start of the last two seasons did. You know what I mean? Because we expected to be in trouble then, and yeah. w- why it feels worse is because now we're underachieving. Yeah, basically. well, it feels feels worse because it's easy it's easier to get to when you're doing so badly and there's there's nothing to lose. Yeah, it feels a lot better than when you start mm. yeah. start doing well. But does it feel like we're sort of Potentially throwing away sort of our best ever opportunity to no, finish. I, I think no, it's I just. Think it's, I, it's, I think it's just one of those sort of frustration things. And I was reading something about Everton today and predictions about them at the start of the season. It said, you know, effectively they're exactly the same in terms of the amount of points they'll probably get at the end of the season as they were under Moyes. But they now get it in a different way. Mm. They now go on ridiculously good runs where they look like a top four side, and then they go on these ridiculous losing runs because they don't have the same sort of discipline or resoluteness. Like don't, they don't have the same way of playing under Martinez now as they did under Moyes and in some ways we're a little bit like that with Pardew previously we had Pulis where you'd be like win, draw, loss win, draw, loss yeah, yeah, win, draw, yeah, loss 1-0, yeah. 0-0, 0-0, 1 1-0, 0-0, 0-0, 0-0, 0-0, 0-0, 0-0, 0-0, 0-0, 0-0, 0-0, 0-0, 0-0, 0-0, 0-0, 0-0, 0-0, 0-0, 0-0, 0-0, 0-0, 0-0, 
unwelcome. I don't. I, thought, I don't like reality. No, I don't. Well, of course, neither of us do. That's why we, there's no mirrors in this house. <laughs> <laughs> um, a player from Saturday then. Uh, still question marks over from a lot of fans. Jason Punchin. What? How do you think he played on Saturday? Still out wide for me. Mm. For me, is out of position. Do you think he played all right or? He yeah. had moments, I think. Oh, Still yeah. not getting the best out of him. No, I, I, think, I think it's going to be interesting what happens to him when, when Balassi comes in, basically, because uh, you'd imagine at the moment, depending on who we get in, Punchin would be the one who who goes, I would say. But at the moment, it looks like Punchin wouldn't mind that himself. He just... He just... He just I mean, again, he's one of those players that he, he sort of... He, he has five or six really good games and then five or six off the ball. But at the moment, he just doesn't really look like he particularly wants to be there. Hmm. Well, I think he's yeah. playing, being played personally playing that position. I think he's yeah. much better than number ten in the middle. I don't think he's necessarily that he's playing like he doesn't want to be there. I just think he's, it just seems like he's playing a bit out of his depth. Yeah, the game seems to be passing yeah. him by. He's, just, yeah, he's not quite he's on it. Yeah. yeah, and that's I mean, and when he's on it, for one of the better expressions, yeah. he goes looking for the ball, and at the moment he's not, mm-hmm. he's not looking for the ball. And we know he's the sort of player who wants to be involved in every, wants to take every free kick, every corner. Yeah, was always you know, when he's when he's really good. It's like Liverpool away last year, the last day of the season. He was he was into everything. He was demanding the ball and getting it and turning and looking and it's just not. And again, we've talked about that long and hard. Whether it's because he's mm. a bit upset that Kabai's the main man now, I don't know. But for whatever reason, at the moment, he's not. But who do we drop it for? That's the trouble. It comes again. We come. We go round and round in the same circles because there's no one on the bench that's better than him, arguably. So is anybody on the bench no. that's going to? Come on and make a difference either, isn't it? Yeah. You know, which is one thing that we don't have that a lot of teams around us do have, or seem to have. I don't know. We just don't. Yeah. It's, it's that element of surprise that we're missing as well at the moment. Yeah. Unless they sign someone, which they won't. But but you know, you never know. You never know. Well, but it's, it's, you, know, you, know, you you came into this pod today all like, oh, we're, no, we're, no, all, yeah. right, we're all right, we're all right. Now you're over there. We're crying. Minutes later, now yeah. you're crying. You guys have brought it's, me down. I brought you down, man. We just, no, just no, negativity is washing no, well, over happy. me. I'm happy we're 11th in the Premier League and it's still in February. Of course I'm happy. Hmm. You know, we've got 31 points. And yes, you're right. You know, I'm actually I'm feeling a bit better now because you've you pointed out to me that we've actually lost to three really good teams. No, yeah. we have. Yeah. You know, so you know we have. And we haven't played that badly. The only one we played bad against was Villa. The Villa result. They're rubbish. Yeah, but we played all right at Southampton in a cup played right off right, yeah, yeah Bournemouth, Bournemouth uh, a point away at Bournemouth isn't a bad result in a great scheme of things Swansea no. was really really that was disappointing but yeah. our home form has been like that all season and we know these are things that have got to be rectified yeah. next season the only thing that worries me is that we've said that in the last two seasons <laughs> there's two things that have got to be rectified is our home form and scoring goals and, yeah. and, and it's not yeah and these, these things don't magic themselves. You know, players we've got don't suddenly turn into. Yeah, we can. If you know, it's like Sonogo, people say, oh, if Sonogo's goal wasn't disallowed, he might have scored five. No, it wouldn't. Have, he wouldn't. He would have scored one goal <laughs> yeah. if his goal hadn't been disallowed. That's what. It's, you know, if Wickham people, people say about Wickham, as soon as he gets one, he, no, he won't. The floodgates aren't going to open. No, he'll get one. So we're not going to get magically get goals from the players we've got. You know, Balassi, with his enthusiasm, his drive and determination, will make some things happen. But. Mm. I, I, I'll be really interested to see whether they think they need to bring someone in just to say to the fans look there we are or whether they go look sure, maybe. we're not bringing somebody in for the sake of it just finally then for part one when you were talking there about these are the things we've talked about the last couple of seasons uh, the home form and, and scoring more goals at what point do you have to admit that maybe it's not the playing squad but maybe it's the system that Palace play well we don't I mean you, you know there are still people who say it's not fully Pardew's squad yet that he's still you know, playing with the cards that Pulis left him to an extent, not just in terms of of 
actual players, but in terms of the mentality that that Pulis put into the Palace team, he has been there over a year now. He has been there over a year, yeah. yeah but he, he, this was, you know, I, I, that's a good question. It is a good question. As I said last week, it's one that Newcastle. Do you played. know the answer? No, yeah. that's not my job, is it? I just ask the questions. And did you know the answer? Yeah. I wasn't listening. No. I'm no. But, but uh, do we blame it on the system? <laughs> you can, you can sort of, you know, end up uh, agonising over that type of question a bit too much. You think ultimately it does come down to squads. I mean, if if you Leicester, if you look at how they're playing this season, it comes down to the fact they've got Kante, the huge guy at the base of their midfield. Vardy playing on certain outballs and Mara buzzing between the lines and being in brilliant form uh, ultimately you can send out Barcelona and tell them to go and play a 4-4-2 yeah, yeah. but they've got such amazing players that it, it really is you know, a fairly moot point so part of it comes down to instruction part of it comes down to the fact you've got two fairly average fullbacks defensively you've got a central midfield who aren't all that physical and can't bully anyone and you've got a fairly predictable way of playing going forward and we could change the players there, I suppose. And I've, I've basically just flip-flopped on from yeah. my answer to the other there. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to say it's both the, four, uh, uh, both the system and the players, so there we go. As, as Oscar Wilde once said, it's the mark of a gentleman to hold two contrary opinions at the same time. <laughs> uh, but you look at Leicester, though. We took Vardy and Mahrez were missing for four or five games, and they didn't score, they yeah. didn't score a goal, didn't they? So, uh, yeah, Balassi, it turns out Balassi is, is a much more important part of the team than we when he's not here. We possibly <laughs> thought he was. Yeah, but just in terms of his... Yeah. His defensive work as well, which is Definitely. clearly something we're we're very much missing, and also that he brought us that physicality that perhaps we haven't got in other parts of the pitch mm. because he's without doubt the physically the strongest player we've got, mm. and and can take two or three defenders out of the game. People well, are scared so. of him. Defenders, other teams yeah, are generally scared yeah, yeah, of him. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not yeah, sure yeah. we have anyone else in the final six. No, but it's like that. No. no. Okay, right. Let's wrap up part one there. In part two, we got questions from our listeners. So join us in a bit. Yes, welcome back to the Five Year Plan Podcast. We've all calmed down a little bit. Yeah, Yeah, but we're about to get loads of questions from our listeners, so I'm sure that will rile us up again. They probably won't. Um, Pod166, sponsored by JCIS, the global research and brand consultancy from South London. Visit jc-is.com. I will. Thanks. And I'm just trying to get them a little thing like that's good though. That, that could become um, their thing. Yeah, well, I'm trying yeah, to I like do it. it. I, like yeah, it. I, didn't, I didn't want to explain oh, to you why sorry. I was doing okay. it, but we'll, now I'm we'll, doing we'll, it. We'll carry on. Okay, okay. So, yeah, um, and Vector printing for all your written embroidery needs. Go to vector.co.uk and there's Vector with her. Okay. I will. Oh, no. And you can win an exclusive FYP. And I will ve- and <laughs> shut up uh, or Vector with a K t-shirt you by we're, we're, we're giving away two of these brand new t-shirts uh, by going by tweeting I love at FYP fanzine and at Vector dot 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 with a K send that tweet out we will see it and we will pick two winners uh, from there uh, of course if you just want to buy the t-shirt and uh, outright you can go to t-shirt monster but that's monster without an E um just to do that. <laughs> um, monster without E. Yeah, yeah. Uh, e. T-shirtmonster.com forward slash FYP. How are we? Um, how are we deciding who who wins the? It'd just be random. So we'll get how? all the people that do the tweets, and yeah. then we'll just randomly choose how. How? I don't know. Put the names in a hat or something. I don't know. Oh, because right, people need to know in terms and conditions. You have oh, to okay. That, so. We're going to put the names in a hat. Right. Okay. okay no, thank you. Yeah. Compliance need to know these things. Yeah. Um. Right. First question comes from Carl Mortimer. Hi, Carl. Oh, hi, Carl. Hi, Carl. And he says, injuries, dot, dot, dot. Do you think it's Pardew's method, as he had a lot of injuries at Newcastle, 
And Pulis never had many, if at all. What do you mean? Is it his method? I is he purposefully making people get injured, or is it? Or is, is it training, training methods, methods lead to injuries? Yeah. Uh, I mean, make of that what you will. Well, it's a bit ambiguous, isn't it? It's uh, an interesting. That's an interesting question, though. Just, loads I mean, of people are speculating. Oh, maybe it's the new Dezo pitch. Yeah. <laughs> That's yeah. not an Irish name, but oh, I know what you're thinking there. I thought it was a new jazz album. <laughs> Would be a very good. Well, jazz we've, album, seen it, yeah. we've seen it with Liverpool, Arsenal as well. Arsenal tend to get more than a fair share of injuries. Liverpool. Arguably, Klopp's gone too physical with his own players, but I don't think there's really a pattern. I mean, apart from Schumacher, whose hamstring seems to keep going, there's not really. I think the answer is probably nothing to do with Pardew because there's not really a pattern in the injuries. It's not. If three or four players were out with a similar injury, then you might say, yes, there is something mm. wrong with the training methods, but yeah. I, I think we're just. I just just lucky, it's just unlucky, it's just that yeah. part of the season, isn't it? Also, slightly aging squad compared to squads in the past, yeah, maybe so yeah. maybe more prone to. Very good question. Though. It is a good question. I'm sure if we looked at the stats, we would yeah. prove wrong. I wasn't aware <laughs> that Newcastle. Be interesting to look back at Newcastle and see. Yeah, they, mm. they, they, there was speculation at the time that that was down to their sort of training facility. Yeah, that's right. Pitch. Yeah, yeah. I, I've got no idea if that's true or very... not because it was said by lots of Newcastle fans. Yeah. And it is so very cold in the northeast, isn't it? It is pretty cold in the northeast. Okay, next question is from Rob Wall. Oh, hi, hi, Rob. Hi, Rob. He says, does Andy want to start a punk rock, ba- punk rock band with me called Aggression to be Mean? <laughs> <laughs> Best question ever. Good I question. think I'm a bit old to be in a punk rock band, but why not? It's <laughs> more, more of a pun on your constant yeah. mantra about regressing to the mean. Yeah, which we haven't actually mentioned once on this no. podcast yet. Because we, just said, we said we'd hit him if he did, that's why. <laughs> yeah, fair, that's a fair point. No, I'm not allowed to say the, the JM thing anymore. Jerry, Jerry Murphy I'm not, oh, right. we've well, all agreed not to oh, yeah. well there you go you said that I can say regressing <laughs> to the main can you play an instrument loads you don't need to if you're a punk rock band yeah, yeah, fair that's point. the whole point fair point Ender's nearly made a career out of it yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, they, they weren't punk, were they? Were they? No, 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 they were shoegaze. No, shut up, we were not shoegaze. <laughs> <laughs> I hate that term shoegaze. It's derogatory. He can't see his shoes. Oh, <laughs> I could 25 years ago. That's a joke. Well, I, I was wearing winkle pickers. <laughs> Don't know what they are. Um, what's wrong with shoegaze? They're a shoe. They're a, it's a, very it's long a stupid, pointless, home counties form of music. Rubbish. I quite like that. Uh, and it's on a postcard, please. That's my fishing number for today. <laughs> <laughs> Right. So what? So what? So what sort of music was? Can it? we move on? Sorry, please? I'm just in, Can we interested. Move on? Yeah, because you haven't got the next question ready. Just move I have, on. It's ready. Okay. Next one's from Mike O'Donnell. Hi, Mike. Hi, Mike. Hi, Mike. He says, uh, though, as an American, I am enjoying the new Behind the Badge series in this this behind the scenes documentary thing on NBC. Uh, I've not seen it. I've not seen it. I've seen episode one. It's yes. very very good. Behind the Badge. Yeah. Behind the Badge. Awesome. We haven't won a league match since NBC started filming us. Oh, well. I don't really believe in curses and the like, but do you think it's impacted us negatively? Yeah, or I is believe, it just a coincidence? I believe in curses. <laughs> I believe I it's impacted us negatively. negatively yeah. <laughs> I do, yeah. I think. Yeah. I think also, it, since the American money came in as well, it's all gone a bit. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah, that's true. A bit yeah. pear shaped, doesn't it? It's, Has a bit. Yeah. It's just, you know, it's. I blame the quarterback. It's nothing to do with it's. If if there were curses, we'd be able to locate the source and have them kicked out of the ground. Mm-hmm. It's the same with good luck, isn't it? If we can find the person who's. Yeah, it's, it's just it's just we're just regressing to the mean basically. <laughs> <laughs> my work is done thank you very much ladies and gentlemen it's I been one myself saying it every day as well I'm an articulate intelligent man and I couldn't think of any other phrase it's, it's just driven out of my head it's just oh. I found myself saying it the other day in an office me too did you regressing to the mean yeah. like people looking at me going what are you talking about are you you're, you're a lawyer or something oh, now you know what my life is like so yeah just sort of vinegar be fine thank you be lovely <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah, well, you said I don't charge for people. Li- oh, no, I do, doesn't I? I do. Yeah, you do. I do, I do, I do you charge, do charge people to, to listen to me, yeah, like he does. Yeah. Okay. Not as much as a lawyer, though, ironically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. weird. You yeah. wait until all the listeners. Very good question, though. That's a good question. Was it, was, was it Richard II when all the, all the lawyers are strung up in the guts of all the. In the world of beer. Well, was it all? It is Elizabeth II. No, Richard II. No, the Queen was. Right, anyway, moving on. Play, moving on to the next I'll question. I'll check that in the break. Right, yeah, yeah. Okay. The next question is from Paul. Hi, Paul. Hi, Paul. Paul. Paul at the Wild Sea. Ooh. It's nice to hear that we've got American listeners, by the way. Yeah, we have quite. We have we a lot of listeners lot, yeah, from yeah. around the world. Yeah. We've got a, absolutely loads. If you you can go on SoundCloud and see the stats where they listen to, we got some. Okay, I'll some, do that later. You do that. We got some very far-reaching. Just as you want to go JCR. I will. Oh, I will. <laughs> I like that. As a, as a, I, yeah. I will. Right. Uh, Paul says, I has, I oh, sorry, Paul. has any side in any division ever been mid to top half of a table this far into the league when none of the strikers have scored? I think that's, um, that's a good question. But we, we've, we have discussed this before because it's kind of... Bless you. <coughs> oh, dear. Sorry. That's my cat that's biggest racism. That. Um, <laughs> it's, it's hard to... I think... How do you describe Wilf and Yannick then, if not as strikers? It's kind of I think it's a slight misnomer. This, I guess, in like traditional the traditional sense of they were signed to be strikers. But, but you're right; the way we really, play but, is but quite but fluid, isn't in, it? In, I mean, for the last two seasons, virtually every club in the Premier League, apart from Watford, has only had one striker. Anyway, so most clubs are only looking at eight or nine goals mm. being scored by the striker. So I think it's a slight misnomer. We're not scoring enough goals, full stop, as a team. Doesn't yeah. matter whether or not it's a striker scoring them or. Yeah, because there are a lot of clubs where the main striker doesn't score many goals, but the midfield players and the wide players chip in, so we're just not. But it's it, it's a good question because if you look at our, and it's a shame as our goal difference has gone south as well. But mm-hmm. it is a good question because you look at the amount of goals, but it's still not the lowest scorers in the league, though. I no, think. Are, we? are we not? No, no, not at all. I, I mean, I've got no idea. Well, certainly, we were the lowest scorers in the top. Top six, top eight, whatever, but we're not. It's got to be Villa, surely. Yeah, there's a, but there's other clubs who have scored as few or few, fewer goals than we Sunderland, have. probably. Sunderland, yeah. It, so. does make you th- it does make you think sort of both... What could have happened if we did have a striker? Exactly. Yeah, so, yeah. so one, wow, we're doing really well to be doing yeah, that. Yeah, but yeah, also, yeah. like you say, if we did have a striker, yeah. maybe we could really be... But we'd have got one goal, then the gates would have been open. Yeah, but I'd see you don't... You, yeah, I, for a start, we didn't expect Wickham to be out for quite as long as he was yeah. at the start. True. Yeah. So you don't know what would have happened if, if you know, presumably the system would have been slightly different. Bamford, we all thought Bamford wasn't a bad shout, that he would possibly weigh in with some goals. So, I mean, it's, it, it was impossible to predict that this would, would happen. And it's not necessarily the this, this, this style of play that's causing it, but it is a good, that's a good question. Yeah, fair enough. Uh, also, only Villa out of the bottom five have scored fewer than us. Really? Yeah. Some, really? some of them have scored more. Have they? Newcastle have, Norwich have, Bournemouth have. Right. Well, good start. Yeah. Yeah. Not a very good start. Well, I'm just basically reading the league table. It's a good start. Though. Yeah. Okay, I got quite. I'm going to crack on. I've got quite a lot of questions to get through. Okay, um, that's fine. James Duffwhistle. Hi, James. Hi, James. Hi, James. Says, is our massive dip in form due to your changing in theme tune music? No, I have you what, what do you reckon it's down to? Yeah. Yeah. When did you do yeah. that? I don't even know. About about mid December. Why did you do that? <laughs> well, you have theme music. Why? We just felt like changing it up. Why? Because well, we were fifth in the table. <laughs> no, we were. You'd be we around. We were around there. Yeah. We got Americans asking us what the, where the curse is coming from, and the answer's sitting right across yeah, us from the table. Wrong. You nonce! Why did you do that? <laughs> <laughs> so what are you thinking he, of? He wrote it. 
Wrote it? It's not even a proper song. It, what, you it. wrote it? I didn't write it. So I just nicked it off Apple Loops. What? So you committed a crime? Oh. Well, no, they're, they're so cruelty free. Well, whatever it was. I'm not sure I can make one, six, seven. Change Kevin. it back. Shall we change it back? Change it back. Do it, do it, do it. Change it back. Change it back for the last Change it back, yeah. Okay, you we'll change, we'll change it back. For okay. this one only. Immediately after the Bournemouth and Swansea results, you should have known something was going wrong. Before it, should, oh, well, mother of God, kids. Change it back after for the for the next. Oh no, because we we got a league game, haven't we? What do they teach you at schools about luck and superstition? Should we change it back for this podcast? Yeah, All right. change it. Okay. So if you're listening to this, you'll and you've heard the old theme tune. This, this is why. This is why. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. Phew, got that sorted out. I would love it if we turned it back and Palace got on a fantastic run. Yeah, that'd be yeah, yeah, yeah. All, we'd all and love we it. will do. We'd all love it. And then it'd be your fault, you posh yeah. idiot. Yeah. Jesus, what? You can't go willy changing yeah. stuff like that. Well, you, yeah. you have to it's kind of, of you know, refresh room. the brand. As I started saying that, it sounds like refresh the brand. So I instantly regretted that. It's like going the wrong way out of the pub, going out of a different door from the pub on match day. What would you do that for? If you've lost ten games in a row, you don't go out of a different door on match day. Oh, you don't. What if the one door's like shut? Or well, like locked? Well, you stay in the pub then, don't you? <laughs> <laughs> okay. As a matter of principle, you stay there until either it opens or it's, you yeah. die of starvation. Okay. You're so, well, what you don't do. You know, it's like turning right out the bunny hole. You don't do that. You don't change theme tunes halfway through a season when we're doing really well. All right, we will change it. We'll change it back. Right, thank you. We got that sorted. Public school, Christ, right, yeah. unemployed. I didn't go to public school. Right, would you be going on really well? He's employed, but that's it. <laughs> you can have different you sandwiches. Bacon. You can't. Right. <laughs> Not if you're fifth in the Premier League. You have the same food until with the season over. Right. Okay, we're going to change the theme tune back. Right. Next question. Christ. <laughs> <laughs> it's from. Bad enough. Open the door. Standing there like a whippet, shivering in the. So it's freezing cold, aren't you? <laughs> Eight stone, superstition, luck-changing idiot. It's like a swearing <laughs> South London James Joyce stream of consciousness right now. <laughs> right. Next right. question Next is question. from Simon Allen. Hi, Simon. Simon. <laughs> he says, do you, do you think our lack of goals is due to missing a number 10 as opposed to somebody up top? No, it's due to some fuck which has been I think we've ascertained that quite clearly. Right, OK, I'm going to find some other questions <laughs> yeah, unrelated to the Palace's form. OK, <laughs> Matt... Sorry, sorry, Simon. Yeah, sorry, sorry, it's good, that's a good question. Really good question. Really question that we'll answer it properly, can't we? OK, well, I have to go back and find the question again. We'll Do back. you think our lack of goals is due to missing a number 10 as opposed to someone up top? I think it's a really good question, that. I think we, there's not an actual number 10 in that squad. Um, Jason Punchum. I'm not sure he's an actual number 10, frankly. He played there mm. well for yes. six months. Um, but he's not played as a number 10 throughout his entire career and arguably he did have in his early Palace days under Pulis did have some very good form out on the wing then mm. everyone seemed to sort of reimagine him as this sort of dynamic number 10 partially because he played that role a little bit under Podgy last season and was pretty good in it and because he started this season there and there was the whole sort of uh, three of him with Kabai and MacArthur behind him that I think people quite like the idea of but I'm just I'm, I'm not entirely sure that he is an actual number ten, and certainly whether you want to make that argument one way or the other, we've now got no one to play in that position in his absence anyway. Now he's had to shift out wide and to sort of fulfil that role pretty well. So um, no, I, I think it, I think it is a big problem actually, and this is something that we've spoken about sort of in previous weeks. But I'd, I'd be interested to see if you look at the Pulis season. I'd be interested to see where our goals came from because Pulis played in particular style. We got the ball forward as quickly as possible mainly in order to try and win free kicks uh, and score from there. But 
I, I, just off the top of my head, I'd imagine we probably scored as few goals from a recognised striker under Pulis. Yeah, and we, I think we, right, yeah. we expected, I think Pardew hinted all the way through the close season that we would be playing a more attractive game, more. And the fact is, we can talk about strikers for as long as we want, but the midfield, it, it, they've got to be created from somewhere. We've had a midfielder that's pretty much bypassed under first Holloway and then Pulis, in that the midfield spent a lot of time watching the ball going yeah. over their heads yeah, and scrapping for the, the second ball. The midfielder got to take responsibility for creativity. The fact is that two of the midfielder playing so deep, mm. and especially the one that we all hoped would, would not be playing as deep, goodbye. And the fact is that we simply haven't got the creative person in midfield at other... Because for all the talk of of you know players like Kante and, and Diamant, for all the talk of big, strong ball-winning midfield players, other clubs have got creative midfield players around them. Yeah, we, we, just, we, just, we just don't have that midfield. We simply haven't got that. Move forward, push yeah. it forward. And, and the only time we did see that happening against Newcastle, it it worked very well. But there again, you have to say it was against Terrible the poorest team. team in the Premier League at, at the time. Yeah. But, you know, we get the ball wide too quickly, as far as I'm concerned. We, and something needs to... We need... We need a, a Charlie Austin. We need somebody in mid, that sort of player, somebody in midfield who can change it up, who can play a short ball or a long ball or, or hold the ball or change the tempo. We just we can't seem to dictate the tempo of the game, especially at home. And that's probably the, the key to the home form. Well, the, no, hmm. the second half of that Pulis season, Punchin scored seven yeah, or eight yeah, goals yeah, yeah, in the yeah, second yeah, half yeah, of the yeah, season, yeah. something like that, from a central yeah. number ten position. Yeah. So I, that's why I get frustrated with him because I feel like he can, he definitely can do it. And something's not going right somewhere where we're not maximising him and getting yeah, the best out of him. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, I, think yeah, you're I, right. I think you're right. I think you're right. He's one of the genuinely Premier League quality players we've yeah. got. Albeit, yeah. as Andy would say, he's a real match. He's a real match winner. Yeah, it can be. But something's not quite happening. Um, okay, next question then is from Lee McBride. Hi, Lee. AKA Pete the Eagle, and he um, says. He's written pod question in capital letters because I never read out his questions. So here we go. <laughs> <laughs> Having watched the Burgess Hill Panto recently, sponsored by Vector. Oh, the horse. Oh. Who are they sponsoring? sponsoring the people? stars of the Panto or oh. Vector? <laughs> oh, Lee no, they says, weren't. He watched his Panto uh, the other day. If FYP was a Panto, who would play each of the traditional roles? Oh, good. Well, in true theatrical style, as all the actors always say, I would, of course, give you my dick. That's what, that's what they always actors love that. Oh, right, okay. It's the same in Shakespeare. I, I showed my I, I gave my bottom in Shakespeare. <laughs> I gave my dick in Dick Whittity. Yes, we know what you're talking about. You're implying that you got your penis out, well done. Um, <laughs> I, I, well, I don't know. End of course. Cool, oh, that's a good question. Know. Yeah, probably be Widow Twanky. Yeah, I think yeah, Endo starts yeah, being yeah, Widow Twanky. I yeah. want to be a female, definitely. You two would be babes in the wood, wouldn't you? It'd be buttons. Oh. Wouldn't it be It'd be yeah. buttons. Yeah. buttons. Yeah. I'd be a very good. I'd be a very really good annoying button. I'd be a very yeah. good button. When the first time you slapped your thigh, you'd fall over. You'd knock yourself out. Not now. Start going down the gym, mate. Oh yeah, you showed us your guns. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. I'll refer you back to my cat. Not only sneezes loud, he's got bigger biceps. That's a good question. question, I don't know any other characters, but oh yes, you do. Good. How many times have you just point? It's not point, is it? Right. Fine. I'm going to try and squeeze in. There's a roller coaster going around. You could have Prince Charming. The wicked, <laughs> the wicked witch, the ugly sisters, 
you got enough characters yeah. there. So. Yeah, yeah. Thanks. Really tough as well. Yeah, no, but it's still panto season. Or in tribute to your hosting style. You could be wishy-washy. We're not twanky. It's still panto season. 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 It's still panto who would it be and why? Well, you know, I know who look good on, but I'm not allowed to mention it. <laughs> <laughs> what, is it, is uh, it Jerry Murphy? <laughs> probably a bit big for him now. I think we should do we should do what they do at the uh, Player of the Year do and pick two of the first team squad to look really, really embarrassed. <laughs> yeah. In a, in a haze of dry ice and stand there with a the new kit on. Uh, I don't know, who would you choose? I'd choose, well, let's choose, let's choose our top goal scorer. Own goals. Well, Jan for top goals. <laughs> it's own goals, our top goal scorer. No, no. Oh. Balassi, surely. I think it's Kabai, isn't it? I think it's Kabai with four. Oh, yeah, with Pedro. Oh, yeah. five. Yeah. Five. five. I think he's got five. I'd pick Jules to, to model the t shirt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah, yeah, he can do something. something. Yeah. <laughs> he's really cold on the bench. He's a bit bored at the moment, isn't he? So we'll get Jules to there. Well, Jules. Jules as well, because it's interesting that Pardew went out of his way to praise Hennessy after the Tottenham game. So he's back on form after two really bad games. Yeah, he was okay. He was yeah, okay. Yeah. He, he made did. one good save from Rose, didn't he? he that he, volley, but he made a save because he's a goalkeeper. Yeah. <laughs> what else? He's okay. He didn't make a he didn't make a blunder. Didn't make a mistake. No, well, yeah. so. well, that's, that's oh, great, that's, isn't that's it? Right. <laughs> Sorry, yeah. no, to be fair, that was supposed to be. Well done, Wayne. You didn't kick the ball in your own net. That was supposed to be a positive. It's a step in the right direction. That was supposed to be a positive. Step in the wrong direction. Normally makes before. Very good. Very good. Right, final few questions then. Outmegged himself. I've got these, the, this image now that Kev just wakes up in the middle of the night going, Footwork! Regression to the mean! Footwork! <laughs> uh, so right. happy. Uh, Mr. Stezza. Hi, Mr. Stezza. Says, uh, if we'd start, this is more of a serious question. Um, if we'd started port the season poorly and gone on to a good run, as we have done in previous few seasons, to get where we are now, would the mood amongst the fans be different? Do you know, I always, it's, it's something I've always done since I was a kid, is every time, you, I've had more practice than you lot mm-hmm. at, at losing, but every time, so for example, when I look at the league table after the Tottenham game, I pretend that we've won to go on to 31 points, and it actually does yeah, make you That's a good way of looking like, at you know, it. When, when you do it like that, it, it, it does make you feel, because then you look at the table and you go... Actually, we're only a couple of points behind Man U, and we're ahead of Chelsea. Yeah. And so it, it's quite a good exercise sometimes to do that. I mean, the interesting thing is, that somebody pointed out the other day, out of, purely out of sort of stirring it a little bit, that if if this had been our start to the season, everybody would be saying, "Well, we need a new manager." Yeah. But yeah. yeah. Well, because we know he's a good manager. Yeah. We, we don't. I, I do think one of the problems is this. I know people laugh at me and think it's a, it's not a conspiracy theory, but I do think. It's like where Colaccini talks about Newcastle being a bit too nice at the moment. And I think, because Pardew is keen to get the England job, I think a bit of the devil has gone out of our team a little bit. A bit of the deli. A bit of the deli. There's, there's no real... Um, at Street, he talks about no one really being frightened. It's not necessarily because of the size of our players. It's just that we're quite an aggressive team. We're quite an antsy team. Yeah. And that, that seems to have gone a little bit. seems to have gone away a little bit because we have talked about us being bigger and fitter than in previous years and I think there is a slight there's a bit of niggle missing out of that game a bit of an edge albeit we are still getting too many yellow cards and they're not always deserved but mm. and yeah, in a way that's why the Wickham thing was, was, was 
terrible and idiotic, but you still you do want to see a bit of yeah. You want to see a bit of sticking up for yourself, which we haven't really. Is that we because really we try have. try to play change the way we play and and, I, and I when you're playing more defensively, it's a bit more easier, isn't it? To you be keep asking me questions that I've got no no. <laughs> no actual way of knowing the answer. to. Otherwise, he'd no. be a football manager. Yeah. I'm, but, I'm no, I don't know. throwing yeah, theories out to you. I don't know what the answer is, but it's, and it's it's probably just purely anecdotal. But to me, it just seems that we haven't got that little. That, what we talked about this before. We know we, what we knew about the Pulis team is that if we won nil up or won, or we would get a, we would hold on to it by, mm. by a hook or by a crook. Mm. Yeah. yeah, whether yeah. it was by time wasting or, or hurting somebody or doing yeah. what we had to do, and that seems to have gone out of that game. Well, I think that, that, that game management. It's yeah, just I we agree, are learning. Yeah. We're, we're learning still to be a Premier League team. We are. We are, yeah, we, are yeah, yeah. we are still learning. Yeah, I mean, yeah, maybe yeah. the beginning yeah. of the season we thought we'd come along leaps and bounds, which yeah. you know I think we have done. But I think yeah. now. Our real, our real place in the Premiership is probably where we are now. We've got to calm the hell down, frankly. We've no, played no, three out of the top six in, in six games. I agree. And as we keep on saying, like the only really bad result in there was the Villa one. Yeah, it's not great that we're not scoring in, in those matches either. But we're now we've got a far more comfortable run coming up with some winnable games there. And to see people talking about potential relegation when we've yeah, no, got no, no, no. points oh, yeah, yeah. at this stage of the season, it's just ludicrous. Also, the Villa still eleven points ahead of where we were this time. Yeah, the Villa game also is probably the only really bad performance and horrible day of the season. Yes, really, isn't it? As I said right at the top, I do think we'll be sitting here in April, May, going, "What was that about?" Yeah. But, but then we need stuff to talk about, don't we? But at the moment, it does feel. It, it, it feels like it doesn't feel like a blip it feels like there's something a bit wrong at the moment putting this way I'm yeah. looking forward to Europe next yeah. season put it that way the Euros I'm looking forward to, to Europe oh, actually, oh okay bold okay well speaking of Europe you don't well, like that sort of music like, speaking like of not Europe, Europe but yeah. final countdown could change that's yeah. Final question then. You must know that song. No, I have, I have, I have. I'm trying to wrap it up. I'm trying to wrap it up. The next question, final question, is from Martin. Hi Martin. He says today. What day is it? Monday. Is. Why are you looking at watch? Because I've got my. It tells you what day of the week it is. Oh, very clever watch. Well, you forget. You, is that serious? In case you forget what day no, it is. No, I, didn't, I didn't, in that moment, I wasn't sure what. Anyway, it doesn't matter. It doesn't I matter. Didn't know cereal, yes. I didn't know cereal packets still gave watches. <laughs> what did you so I got from? off eBay for 10 quid. Um, when you don't well, do anything all day, it's kind of no, easy to lose track. That's actually very true. That's why he doesn't. You know, know every day's like a Saturday to JD. So he has to know whether it's actual Saturday or fake Saturday or third fake Saturday of the week Saturday. It's like the answer to that old question why does an actor not look out the window in the morning? So he's got something to look forward to in the afternoon. <laughs> uh, yeah, and I understand that. Um, today, sorry, sorry, Martin says today, oh, yeah, today is Australia Day. Oh, that's Australia Good day. Good day. Which part? About with time difference, is it now? Yes, no, oh, no, shut tomorrow. up. Which doesn't oh, matter. Yeah, it will be now. Yeah, that was why I didn't. I, so looked, I ruined it. I ruined it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're going to gloss over that. Today is Australia Day. Which past or present Palace Aussie? Should be Australian of the Year, and why? Well, I think Jedinak's by far the best Australian player we've ever. Cole Nicky, Deer, Cole Deer, 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 Nicky um, Rizzo, Nicky Cole, Nicky Cole. Oh, yeah. um, the only, the only one, my least favourite Palace player was Australian, which is Kevin Muscat. Kevin Rugrat. Yeah, I couldn't abide. He didn't have a lot of fans, I don't think, at Palace. Well, he's one of those rare players who did seem to enjoy. Actually, went out to hurt people. Really? Whereas Mark Dennis. It really hurt people. I, I genuinely liked <laughs> the muscat or something, but um, 
It's got to be Jedi, really. It's got to be Jedi. It's got to be Jedi. It would have been Tim Cahill if Jordan hadn't cocked up that transfer so badly. Well, maybe we could get in a time yeah. machine to, to yeah. bring yeah. it back to Maybe, maybe, maybe well, we'll do that in the next next part. Yeah, but Jedi certainly is. is the, it's got to be a Jedi, mate. And also, he represents yeah. all those Australian values that they probably like well, to like, talk about. Well, like facial hair. Well, he's upright, honest, you know, yeah. straightforward, you know. Yeah. Fair yeah. go, all that sort of yeah. stuff. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's official. Jedi is Australian of the Year, so congrats to him. Well done, um, Jed. And well done to Australia as well. Yeah. For, for, for having, having a day. A day. Uh, well done, well, well done. done. Even though it's tomorrow or yesterday. Or, yeah. or whatever. Well, we've probably got quite a few Australian listeners, so happy Australia Day. Yeah, happy Australia Day. You had a good day off. Have a good one. On the um, beach. Yeah. Right, that is the end of part two. Thank you for your questions. In part three, we're going to go back in time for In This Week. So join us in a bit. Welcome back to the Five Year Plan podcast. Pod 166, sponsored by JCIS. I will. (laughs) God's sake. Keep that in, that's funny. Yeah, we'll keep it in, we'll keep it in, we're going to keep rolling. Uh, sponsored by JCIS, the Global Research and Brand Consultancy <laughs> from <laughs> South London, visit jc-is.com. I will. Good. I've never seen Street, he looks so happy. He's just so good. Right, it's and... Joke that we've left doesn't he looks like the little Nazi boy from Sound of Music, you're right. <laughs> like the little post, the little post boy. That was the look I was going for. <laughs> tin drum, you like moving the tin drum. That's what it looks like. He, he won't. won't. And oh, he did. we're also sponsored by... Vector printing for all your print and embroidery needs. Go to vector.co.uk. That's Vector with a K. Also, go to T-shirt monster. Also, bit that brilliant Brendan Gleeson film, The Guard. He looks a bit like this oh, yeah, yeah, simple yeah. little peasant boy in that as well. Yeah. But he's not simple. And he's not. He's a not. A t- he's not a, he's in not any a way, peasant. shape, or form. Simple. Right. Anyway, go to t-shirtmonster.com forward slash fyp to to buy one of the cool new fyp t-shirts. Right. It's in this week. We're going back in time. Uh, and the first time I came back going to back in time to December and changing doing... the theme tune. <laughs> Are we going back any time in the last eight years? Are we going back to March this week, since we did February last week? Yeah, can we get the month right? Yeah, that was my fault last week. Special what? Whoa, did you you hear that? Yeah, an apology. (laughs) He used the words, it was my fault. It was was combined fault. Combined (laughs) mine and Rob's fault. He's crawling it back now. Um, Rob should have noticed. Uh, But (laughs) I did send him the wrong pictures. Um, But we are going back to January. (laughs) January the... 24th, which is actually not in this week, but I'm going to go back to it anyway. Uh, January 24th. Well, yeah. um, it's quite it's quite a memorable one. Not for not for particularly good reasons, unfortunately. Palace uh, played... What year? A, oh, 2001. Thank you. Oh, right, okay, we thank you. We were administration. Palace, no. Oh. Well, we were... Yeah, we were in administration. Oh, we were were we, oh no, we'd just we? come out. We'd come out of it. We'd yeah. come out... 2001, yeah. Come yes. out of it. Um, oh, did we lose to Liverpool 5-0? Yeah. Yeah. I thought we'd already done that one. Have we? In the League Cup? Yeah. Yeah, we've done that. We did that last week. We you can't have done because... No, we did it the week before last when you got you went ahead of yourself. Oh, well, no, we did the first leg. Yeah. Oh, oh. we did the first oh. leg, so yeah. yeah. This is and then we were all excited between that week that's, and this week because right. we, we thought we were going to go through again. Yeah. yeah. And now we've realised that, yeah, yeah, we lost 5-0. Last week we yeah. jumped ahead to February, so we knew because we were looking back <laughs> yeah. on something that we travelled forward to and then looked back on. So, yeah. Yeah. This is getting very confusing. So anyway, Palace lost 5-0. It was. Thanks I, for reminding us of that, yeah, Jedi. Yeah, yeah, Brilliant. Yeah. It was. A, it was a. It was a weird. Well, it was a weird one because we. It was weird one because we didn't score five. No, it was a weird one because we were uh, first leg. We played very well. First leg played very well, but also the cup run sort of masked by this by January that our league form really started to tumble, and of course yeah. we ended up in 
that that game at Stockport, yeah, where Friedman scored in the last minute. Um, but the League Cup run, I think, had given us a little bit of a kick in the league, hadn't it? We we had a tiny bit of a bump up, and then it, it fell off a cliff after we went out at the end of January, and then mm. we went from sort of bad to worse, didn't yeah. we? Ultimately, culminating as you say. I don't know if you said it or not because I really wasn't listening to all that probably. But culminating in that uh, game with the throwing season tickets against Wolves. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah, the last home game. Honestly, yeah. what a great when Kalinko palmed the cross that was going over his crossbar into the goal. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Under no pressure from anyone. Alan Smith, who was Gareth Southgate's manager for a long time, possibly still is actually. Oh, okay, well, yeah. interesting. He follows us on on Twitter. Tweets he? FYP now and then who on does? Twitter. Alan, Alan Smith. Oh, that's yeah. nice. That's yeah. nice. Yeah. He was a great coach. I mean, we played some really good football under him until yeah. we got relegated. <laughs> Almost. <laughs> he was um, a good coach. He had a really good reputation. He's got some great stories about Simon Jordan as well. I'll see if you'll treat a couple of those in. Uh, we will, with not for the podcast. Um, let's move on to another day. 26th of January, oh. 1981. The new owner of Crystal Palace... A certain yeah. Ron Nodes, correct. Turned up to meet his staff. Any idea what he did for his first protocol to do was? Gave him a pay cut. No, it doesn't <laughs> say that. Possibly, but doesn't say that. Mm. Sacked, like, sacked half of them. Uh, you're told, you're told, nearly there. Told yeah. Terry Byfield he was the only one who had a job. <laughs> Possibly. Was Terry working did there? Did he say that? Yeah, no, Terry's been there 24 years now. So, no, so, so 91 then, 90 Yeah. I assume he was just part of the fixtures and fittings and you get him when you buy the club. He does, he sleeps upside down in the club shop. <laughs> He's like a chandelier. Was a big, that was a big de- debate with the Americans when they put their money in. What did Rod what did, what did Nodes do? What was the first thing he did when he met his new staff? Well, he would have turned up in his light blue Rolls Royce. Yeah. The street was very up. close a minute ago. So yeah, he did got he sack people? He sacked someone in particular. Oh, the manager? Who was? Malcolm Allison. Malcolm Allison, right. Yeah. 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 And then made the single-handedly worst mistake any Palace club owners ever... For a simple, because he didn't have Google in those days, so he couldn't Google. <laughs> Alan, he, couldn't, he couldn't Google Alan Mullery. Yeah, and he just wondered why. If, if, I've, went, yeah. I've been to football. Why are they booing their own manager onto the pitch? <laughs> this is the worst. It's still a, a completely a, a incomprehensible decision. <laughs> I'm still as cross about that as I'm about that. About numpty, changing, changing the. Yeah. But getting Alan Mullery, he's just he clearly hadn't bothered to ask anybody yeah. Yeah. about the new managers. Yeah, basically. Because he got rid of a beer. Yeah, I mean, Allison hadn't done it. Sh- Allison should never have come back. But Allison was in charge for fifty-five days. Yeah, that right. second one. Right, Wednesday, the twenty-seventh of January, nineteen ninety-nine. Oh, Chairman Mark Goldberg and, oh. and managing. <laughs> <laughs> I've forgotten him. We're having. Well, I've forgotten him. This is going from bad to worse, <laughs> isn't it? Okay, Goldberg and uh, Phil Alexander. Went to a meeting of the Palace Independent Supporters Association, PISA, PISA, PISA? Yeah, yeah, yeah. in Croydon, yeah. to face questions. They were bent, weren't they? Yeah, PISA. Were they? Yeah, leaning to it's the can, leaning tower of PISA. Can we? I was benting. No, no, I was, oh, I okay, sorry. Leaning God, PISA, yeah, I, thought you were, I thought you were no, just was, uh, was, about to get a suit. So I'm sitting next to him, so I was aware that he was looking for a pizza joke. <laughs> okay, good. He couldn't find a pizza joke. Just to confirm, just to confirm, listeners, that was a pizza joke, and we weren't being litigious. Um, in they went to a meeting in Croydon to face questions from the fans, uh, increasingly concerned at the perilous financial position of the club. 
Goldberg promised supporters he will clear Palace's four million pound debt by May. Yeah, wow. that didn't happen. No, it won't. No. Was, that, was that was it him who turned up with security? Or was it Jordan at his first? No, I think it was Goldberg. Was that Goldberg? Oh, I think okay. it was Goldberg. Yeah. And he brought Mullins and Morrison on the stage with him. I, I yeah. knew that one or one of the subsequent ones. But he also he pointed to... out that the big guy at the back was some bloke who ran a local firm. Was that Jordan? I think that was Jordan. Yeah. Jordan? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, Goldberg was just. I met him recently at Palace Zoo. He's just, just a lovable idiot, basically. I mean, yeah, he just, he's, he a, did, he's an okay guy. He, yeah. he did what we'd have all done. Fit him well on this pod, really. Well, he, he, he basically did what we what we would have all done. It was, we had a lot of money, and we found ourselves in charge at Palace. He just, he just got outwitted by Terry Venables, basically, <laughs> and his big solid gold wheelbarrow. Oh boy, oh boy. Yeah, we um, you know the Hillsborough game in 2010, where obviously mm. we drew two two and stayed up. Um, Street and I were there with a few friends and we walked out and Goldberg was right outside the away end and everyone was quite jubilant and we all sort of did a big group hug with him in the middle Goldberg wow. in the middle all of us on the outside and then we all came away from the hug and we were like that feels oh, weird why weird. have we well, why mean, have we yeah, just he, hugged he, Goldberg he, he made a speech at this palace here and he's very honest about being an idiot he doesn't try and pretend yeah. he was anything other than somebody who was because apparently he's a legend in his in his like the Temporary recruitment or whatever it was, hmm. his, his background, and he did make a lot of a lot of money, but he freely admits that that didn't equip him to manage or own a football club. But he hmm. just thought he was doing the right thing and saving Palace, and hmm. much like the, just, the owner after him. Yeah, little, yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah, but he's a nice. Well, except he's quite a nice bloke. Yeah, Goldberg, basically. and now manager at Bromley, still yeah, manager at Bromley. Yeah, they, and they, would, yeah, they've they've done a spectacular the fall from grace. <laughs> <laughs> they started off really well. Well, he made himself manager because he, he he took over the club and then. Right. So is he still chairman and manager? As far as I know, yeah, he's still sort of. That's exactly what Ron Rose did. Ron Rose did the same yeah, thing yeah. at Brentford, wasn't he? Well, yeah, yeah. Brentford, and, yeah, and Ron Rose was manager at Palace during that crazy yeah. Premier League season when Lombardo became manager. Rose was manager for one or two games. Was he? Yeah. That's interesting. There, there was, a, there was a, a clip of Lombardo on, was it on Football Focus on Saturday? Really? Yeah, they were talking about the new um, Italian manager for Swansea. Oh, Swansea, yeah, yeah. And then they, yeah, and they, yeah. Then they, they showed a clip of all the, it may have been Match of the Day or maybe it was Football Focus, and they showed a clip of all the previous, I think he's the ninth Italian manager to grace the Premier League. Oh, wow. And, okay. they showed, and then they showed Lombardo being oh, interviewed, and he said, I forgot the question was. It was very funny. He said something like, um, "Is is this the worst situation you've ever been in your career?" Yes. <laughs> <laughs> well, do you know what? Oh, quite that's, right. That's, that's, fair that's, enough. Something like that. That was the one thing that Goldberg got cross about, and somebody asked him what he thought was an idiot question. So it might be me. But he said this <laughs> this rumor that that, that uh, Lombardo and Brolin couldn't speak English was rubbish. He said, oh, really? he said, Brolin couldn't speak. He said, Lombrado could, but just chose not to. Oh, really? <laughs> so I was like, I was somebody went, what do you mean? He said, well, he, he, he could speak something. He was like, so he went, I'm not an idiot. I wouldn't put somebody in charge. Oh, I think he really proved you are. <laughs> <laughs> okay, right, final. Like his feet did the talking, didn't they? Oh, they did. didn't they just? Bro- Brolin couldn't speak English? Apparently not. Because that was the thing at the time. We had a manager, he was the translator. manager who, had, who couldn't. I think he did it yeah. selling vacuum cleaners. Like, and, then high, uh, and then high heel shoes. Yeah. yeah. For transvestites mainly. It was his, his main market. Yeah. Really? Yes. He marketed, he marketed a special type of high heel shoe that men could wear. Fantastic. They should proud they, to be no, a no, they, That's and, amazing. They are comfy. I did not they're know very, very comfortable. They are very comfy. <laughs> you and I find it hard to get a high heel in our yeah, size, don't we? Right. Absolutely. Yeah. And they're very comfortable. Final update then. Update? Final memory or whatever you want to call it. Uh, for, it's from uh, 28th of January 2000. Ooh. Who did Palace sell for six hundred thousand pounds to Charlton? 
Matt Svensson. Yeah, you read that over my shoulder. I didn't know oh. Matt Svensson. Oh. Do you remember him? See you later, Matt. No, I don't. Swedish, Swedish striker. Was he Swedish? Really, with a name like Svensson? It surprised me. Yeah. Did you ever? Aren't you going to be him? Aren't you interviewing Matt Janssen? Uh, possibly. Oh, yeah. dreamy. Possibly. Dreamy. Yeah. Yeah. Possibly. Once we can get the court order overturned, yeah. so you've got to have that sorted out first. <laughs> Matt Svensson was a very good striker. I, I was quite surprised. I don't remember Matt Svensson. Yeah. Yeah. Did we sign him from Norwich? I'm going to say that we I did. I think we did, yes. Oh, no. I think we signed him from somewhere random, and then he went to Charlton and then went to he Norwich. He went to Norwich eventually, and then knocked uh, yeah. out in uh, English football for a little while. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, he was he was pretty good. Good in the air. Yeah, he was good. Good, good, good. A few guys for Palace. Yeah. Yep, yep, yep. Don't right. Remember. You, you don't remember him. Okay. No, no, no it's no. funny how some generations has passed you by, isn't it? Yeah. Right, uh, that's it for going back in time this week. Yeah, I'm off. I don't know where I am right now. Uh, right, are we we're, back? Are we back? We're going to come back into the present for part four, where we look for, well, we're going to go to the future, because we're going to look forward oh, to... Oh, good. We're going oh. back to the future. We're going back oh. to the future. Very <laughs> good. I've got a good idea for a film. Yeah, yeah. okay, you hang on to that. Um, where <laughs> we're going to... We've got two I games. will. <laughs> we've got two games. Oh, God. Just join us in part four. <laughs> Podcast. Hey. Sponsored by JCIS, the global research and brand consultancy from South London. Visit, <laughs> visit jc-is.com. I will! <laughs> and uh, Vector Printing for your print embroidery needs. Go to vector.co.uk and that's Vector with her. And you can win uh, one of two exclusive FYP uh, t shirts. By simply tweeting the following, I love at FYP fanzine and at Vector dot 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 with a K. Uh, oh, make sure you follow FYP and Vector. If you're not following FYP yet, then what are you doing? Follow both FYP and Vector, tweet that, and you're going to draw to win one of our cool T-shirts. You can also check out the T-shirts on tshirtmonster.com forward slash FYP. Mm. Right, we've got, two, all right, we got <laughs> two games to get through before next pod. Ooh, uh, because we've got Stoke at home in the FA Cup fourth round on Saturday mm-hmm. and then a very big game at home to Bournemouth mm. on Tuesday mm. night mm. we've got a question that I've saved from part two to chuck in now from Michael Cavendish hi Michael, hi, Michael. he hi, says Michael. should Pardew throw everything in the dressing room at Stoke and lock down an FA Cup win uh, in the face of a midweek league game after so what would you rather see I think that's a very interesting question I think the attitude to the cup game has changed somewhat I think if we were still fifth and we'd won a couple of the last three games, we'd probably say, yeah, let's win the FA Cup, let's go for it. I suspect with the game against Bournemouth coming up, the FA Cup might be on the back burner a little bit more. I would say play your strongest team against Stoke and your strongest team against... I think Pardew will do. I mean, he's, he's talked in the past about momentum. Well, he's, mm. he's talked about momentum, but I think Pardew... Because he really showed about momentum when we well, beat Southampton, did, did, didn't he? Yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> I, I think Pardew will do, but I think... In an ideal world, a new striker will be making his debut against Stoke yeah. and then yes. getting yeah. himself fit enough to start against Bournemouth. I still suspect that won't happen. But I think the FA Cup is, is a tournament that's there for a club like Palace to to have a decent go at. Mm-hmm. But with the caveat that I won't be that fussed if we go out of it. But the the, the, the five league games following are much more... Yeah. are much more important. The Bournemouth game has become quite a big game, hasn't yeah. it, really? Yeah. It, 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 as a result, more so than you would, 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 would like it. To yeah, be, yeah. Exactly. I, in a funny sort of way, I kind of think the way Bournemouth play away from home 
they will be one of the few teams that play into our hands because they will leave space behind yeah. for us to, to as long as we attack we, as long as we go direct and, and go attacking as soon as possible and try and get that first goal because Palace's record and they get, I know is, on Saturday we didn't yeah, yeah, but normally yeah. it's quite good isn't it yeah um, striker wise then obviously there'll probably be no Wickham I'd imagine mm. Wicker Man's gone man Wicker's gone the Wicker <laughs> Man's gone he's uh, burnt he's burnt man solid gone Marouane and Shimak had a very good performance for the under 21s today they drew 3-3 against someone that must have looked um, very odd that game really odd that was he played and played very well I, apparently if his hamstrings are up to it would you would you stick him up top on Saturday but his hamstrings aren't up to it though are they that's not the problem and the best win in the world is a huge gulf between you'd expect him to play well in the under 21s it was against Millwall for God's sake yeah, I could yeah, play well Millwall. in the under 21s yeah, against there's Millwall there's a huge well, gulf between them yeah, yeah. I mean it's it's for his fitness look Shamak's an international class Premier League player or he was mm-hmm. and if he's fit and available but towards the end of last oh, yeah. season he was playing mm-hmm. he was playing really really well and he, even in the game that he got injured his injury came about because he was on a, yeah. on a run where he was driving at the heart of Swansea's defence and in fact he was playing in a slightly more dynamic style towards the end of last season mm. he was more direct but he wasn't just playing with his back to goal and I, yes I don't think if, in the absence of any other Yes, you play him, but then the, the fact is, but, but also well, the fact is, you've got to get players have got to get closer to him. That's the trouble. Yeah. He, he can't. You can't expect him to hold the ball up for a minute while everyone trundles. Well, I, I was thinking like the same it. thing about Wickham on Saturday because I think he played yeah. well, but there was times when the ball got up to him and he was quite isolated yeah, and but there actually wasn't that, a lot of support. At but we saw that a lot with Murray. But the fact is, but what Murray was brilliant at was getting free kicks. Mm-hmm. Murray was Murray was a, a proper old fashioned centre forward who could play facing both ways and the amount of free kicks Murray got because he would I don't think Wickham's got that now yeah, I think he will mm, do because yeah. he's only he's only a kid, really. And he's but he's got the physique for it. And I think he will be a very good player, but he hasn't got that sort of guile that, that Murray had. Again, we talked about a bit of nastiness and a bit of, mm. Murray had that. Yeah. Yeah. In, in well, we did show a bit of nastiness. Yeah, he did, but Murray showed it in the right places. Yeah. You know I mean Murray got his foot in and he got his you know, and that's you yeah. you do you do still need that in football. It's still a physical game. You need to protect yeah. yourself and defend yourself. Do you yourself think... And that's, and look, but Shemak is is, has got that goal, has got that. And I think what will happen with Shemak is even if, the play, even if the players don't get up to support him, he will buy a bit of time and he will get you, get you three kicks in and around the box because at the moment our best chance of scoring goals is, is from, as we saw when we hit the bar twice. In, yeah. You know. With, um, with Wickham, and this isn't particularly helpful right now, but do you think Wickham might be someone like Murray... Who might sort of flourish later in his I career? I think Wickham yeah. clearly Pardew. From what I gather, Pardew really rates Wickham, really rates him, and went out on a limb and persuaded the Parish that, that we wanted to spend mm. that much money on him. And I think Wickham will be a really will be a really good player, but I think you have to remember he's still only twenty two, yeah, which so, in yeah. Premier League is is young. I mean, yeah. Vardy's much older than that. Vardy's been around much longer, yeah. and I think. I think Wickham is a player that we should keep for the future, but he's not the answer to the short-term goal problem, and nor will Shemak be. Hmm. I actually think because um, even when Shemak's been playing well for us, he's not. Yeah, he's never really never been that. Really, I, yeah. The last cup game, I actually thought um, <coughs> Fraser Campbell had a quite a good game at Southampton. Yeah, and he's not the answer, but. Yeah. He's going to have to be for the next few games. Yeah. Yeah. But I, mean, I actually thought he played okay. I'm, I'm sure. I'm sure he'll be playing on Saturday. But we'll have to change the way we play them because. He's a completely different player to, mm. you know, and I, I, I still think why not if he, when Wickens fit or Shamak's fit, I play four four two, give it a go, give something else a try because what, yeah. what at the moment what's happening isn't 
isn't working. I agree. Yeah. And we did that against um, Newcastle, sort yeah, of. Yeah, sort of. And Watford have shown that it can work, and a couple of other teams are experimenting with mm. it. Yeah. Even if it's four four one one or whatever you want to call it, just just try that combination of a, somebody who can win the ball in the air and somebody fast off him is like. And then that will really upset Dwight Gale because he'll say, well, I didn't do that with me. He will. Exactly. Yeah. But I do agree. <laughs> yeah, I, I, and as we hinted in the first part of the podcast, I, I do wonder that if part of it is down to the fact that the system isn't quite right yeah. at the moment for the way we play. So we've, I, we've also found out the answer to the Johnny Williams question, which we asked yes, last yeah. week and the week he's before. Gone about, oh, he's gone to MK Dons. He's gone to MK Dons. So yeah. Pardew clearly didn't like him. Didn't like him. Was, wasn't willing to give him a On chance. an emergency loan. Is that what it is? Is that what it is? Which is a bit of a farce. They must an be emergency loan. What for us or them? For, well, so <laughs> <laughs> yeah, much you hate him. Because you're, you're, you're supposed to, in normal circumstances, only be able to play for two teams in a season. You are, but the, but, yeah. football league's got some sort of special yeah. exemption, which means that it's it's an emergency loan, even though it's a lot like every other form of loan. They're <laughs> well, making it during to, the transfer window for three months. You Ooh. have to prove a certain percentage of your squad has to be certified injured. Can we get an emergency you have, to, you have to approve that you couldn't. You need to have been well, turned down by five. There's, there's odd right, rules, okay. but there are. And normally, oh, normally the of course football, there are odd rules. But normally the football, the football league only apply them normally for goalkeepers and central defenders, like positions that are. Yeah, you, know, well, okay. you you wouldn't deny a team a goalkeeper, for example. If but for a midfield player, I'm amazed they've allowed it to happen. Mm. But it, all it proves because we, well, possibly only me was a, he's another option. But clearly, Pardew not anymore. Not anymore. No. Okay. Um, and what a great he's, he's going to be one of the big unanswered questions, Johnny Williams, because he was I think so forever, forever, because he would he looked like he was going to be a really. Yeah. Really, really good footballer. I can't yeah. really see him getting a run in Palace. No, I can't see him. No, I can't see him playing for a no. Premier League team unless he unless he plays for a Championship team that get promoted. It's hard. Yeah, I think we're all having to come to terms with the fact that it's it, yeah. it's probably not going to work out. It was, was he still getting in the Welsh squad? Yeah, I think so. Was he? Yeah. The squad. I don't know if he's playing, right, but getting right. in the squad. Yeah. yeah. Oh well. Well, that's not a particularly positive note to end the podcast no, on. But um, well, that's not then. Let's not end it on that. Let's okay. Let's well, uh, predictions then for the two games. I Ooh. I think uh, I'm going to go for a low score in winning both. I'll take that. I think. Well, no, no point you saying I'll take that because it's not not actually on. It's not actually me deciding. <laughs> <laughs> okay, it doesn't work like All that. All right, it's down to you. What I think the FA Cup game will be a score draw, and I think we will beat Bournemouth. I I'll be interested to see what happens with this crowd. Uh, against Stoke as well cheap tickets I know they're doing cheap tickets they're doing cheap which is good thank you club for cheap tickets that is good but I also think it's a reflection of the fact that they know a lot of people may not bother because it's not probably say themselves my birthday party yeah because it's not a particularly attractive tie five for under 18s is great no it is good no it's very good it's very good and they should be congratulated for it yeah well do go down, Palace fans. Um, I'll, I'll, I've bought my tickets today, actually, online. Well done. Oh, tell me where you are, so I'll sit next to you then. Hmm? All right. Andy, predictions? Uh, I think nil-nil and then nil-nil. Brilliant. Why have I gone to him last? I should have gone to him first, and then you guys have no, I'll take, I'll take both. <laughs> 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 I'll take them now. <laughs> okay. Right. Uh, that's it. What about you? What about your predictions? Uh, yeah. Come on. Um, I think one-nil Palace in both games. There you go. Oh, that, yeah. positive. Yeah. that is positive. positive. Yeah. 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 Good. There we go. Uh, thank, thank you very much. <laughs> <sighs> we were so close to having positive ending there. Um, very close. Thank you for listening. Uh, you'll hear from us next week after the Bournemouth and Stoke games. So, goodbye. Bye. Bye.
It's time to get your checking account to zero with free checking from PenFed. That's zero ATM fees, zero balance requirements, and zero time spent waiting for your paycheck to direct deposit because you can receive it up to two days early. Open your account with just $25 and see how big zero can be. Apply online today at PenFed.org slash free checking. Early direct deposit eligibility may vary between pay periods and timing of payers' funding. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed, insured by NCUA. Podcast Network.